Are you going to be good? Joe versus the volcano. Think you might actually Baby like boom. That <laughs> getting even with dad. <laughs> Holy shit, getting even with dad is <laughs> awful. <laughs> I was just swamped at work, so I was I told Kira, just put on something I don't have to pay attention to that's awful. And she's like, all right, I'm going to put on this Macaulay Culkin uh, Ted Danson movie called Getting Even with Dad. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's it's Home Alone. But when it's not Home Alone, it's good. <laughs> Now's your chance. Get out. Thank you. <sighs> what have you been up to? I uh, went to Madison for uh, my former boss's slash friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday night. And came back yesterday, and Takara's birthday's on Monday. Hmm. So we kind of did our partying last night, hmm. but we uh, only drank two and a half drinks and then fell asleep. <laughs> now that sounds like being a grown-up. <laughs> like 1130. <laughs> and then I just have this vivid memory of, Waking up to her saying, what happened? <laughs> She's like laying on the ground in the living room. <laughs> I wake up on the couch. She's like, we fell asleep. <laughs> it was one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're grown-ups now. <laughs> that sounds like a grown-up birthday. I don't need this yet. Ugh. <sighs> YouTube had been playing for almost two hours on autoplay. (laughs) You're now getting into the deep conspiracy (laughs) theories about one Disneyland attraction, the Hall of Presidents. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. It's a sleepy one. It's a sleepy one. Uh, Ethan and I just both got back from church, and we're ready to play a game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. The winner gets to go to heaven. The loser has to stay here and toil with the non-believers. I'm your co-host, Wes. (laughs) And I'm your other co-host, Ethan. True disciple of Christ. And the current score is Ethan, 
23.75 with a guess of 40. And my score is 34.5 with a guess of 47. So we'll be seeing how Ethan does on Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, I'll quiz Wes on his final movie for this segment, 22 Jump Street. I fully decided only because I didn't watch Scott Pilgrim at any point during this recording process, and I just didn't feel like it. Fair enough, I guess. And if I have to rent rent all three of my movies, so do you. Hey, I didn't have to rent Superbad. Oh, yeah, that's true. Then yeah, you and definitely I almost have to... didn't have to rent Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> what if you do have Twenty Two Jump Street? We definitely do not have Twenty Two Jump Street. Well, with the story of what happened with Twenty One, do we tell that on the podcast? I don't think we did. Yeah, with the story of tw- what happened with your copy of Twenty One Jump Street, you might have Twenty Two Jump Street. Right. So for people who don't know, Takara had two DVD copies of 21 Jump Street and over the summer I had a family garage sale and I was like, let's get rid of one of these. So we just picked one and sold it at the garage sale. And then, uh, yeah, we went to open up 21 Jump Street to watch this movie and there was a copy of The Click. Inside. And I need to make it clear for the audience. He's not mispronouncing the Adam Sandler movie Click. He is talking about the movie The Click. Which I have seen, but it was not 21 Jump Street. And now Takara holds it against me. <laughs> Your relationship right. is on a very, very, a very <laughs> tall pair of stilts trying to navigate this minefield. Of ice. <laughs> they said right. mines couldn't be planted under ice. They were wrong. We were too busy wondering if we could do it. We had that we never bothered to ask if we should. Getting into the <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is monkey time. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ha ha. You'll have to bleep all that out. I'm on a big hamster dance kick lately. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I've been on a huge uh, crazy frog binge for about 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning you snort the frog. <laughs> and I end the day by relearning that he has a tiny little pee-pee for some reason. He's got to. To appeal to the youth. They need to know that he could fuck, but chooses not to. And he's uncircumcised. Um, <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Alright, so we're going to go through open-ended questions. There's 20 points available. Uh, and it was up to Ethan to decide whether he would collect them all. what the audience doesn't know is i did know every answer but it was my choice (laughs) as to whether or not i would give the correct one because through god all things are possible but it's up to us to choose whether or not we want to succeed someone's been reading the secret (laughs) (laughs) 
If I turn the camera slightly to the left, you'll see my vision board. <laughs> if you turn it to the right, you'll see someone who died of cancer because they didn't wish it away <laughs> hard enough. <laughs> I haven't finished constructing my wish chamber yet. Where I sit in it and I just wish and I believe that all things can happen that are good. I'm picturing like that, like, clamshell like room that darth vader had in empire strikes back you know what i'm talking about oh, i only vaguely remember that but i was thinking of the minority report pool where me and two other bald people sit in a pool of water and just barely float and think of what should be mm. I asked you, what do you know about this movie? And you guessed based on uh, seeing Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, you said there'd be it would be about humanity struggling, uh, toiling to get power and internet. Uh, it's Koba versus Caesar. Uh, and that really is more about war versus advancement of the society. Uh, you pretty much got it. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna say I, I nailed that one down pretty well. It was interesting. I told you when you were watching this movie that the studio actually wanted to get much closer to the 1968 Planet of the Apes and just brush past all of this uh, <laughs> fertile ground for storytelling. But I feel like they'd be going into the realm of invention rather than a natural progression if they went closer to the 1960s movie. Yeah. But you got it uh, pretty much... Uh, it for tat so that's not the proper use of that phrase uh, you know what it's sleepy time we just got out of church we're not gonna be and up that up. wine always puts me to sleep wes drinks all of the sacrament he pushes past the priest gets right behind the altar and just starts chugging <laughs> even if it's sparkling grape juice he still gets sleepy it's kind of uh condition it's pretty much conditioning at this point. <laughs> the priest mostly just moves out of the way, but Wes pushes him out of habit. Uh what are some of the themes of this movie? You got this right. You said it was about war versus peace, family, in group versus out group bias. Never bothered to look that up to refresh my memory, but we'll say it's true. <laughs> uh I will say it is true. I wrote it down. Uh there is a line they say that pretty much explicitly describes in group out group bias. I'm pretty sure it's the part where um yeah, he Caesar says uh I thought all apes were better than humans, but it turns mm. out we're all the same. <laughs> right. Okay. And I'm like, ah, that is just dealing with that bias. <laughs> How many times do we know Caesar has fucked? You said twice. <laughs> Nailed it, it. He does yeah. have two. You know what? It might not be true, but we are led to believe he has two <laughs> biological children. <laughs> he has sired two children. <laughs> So he's had sex at least twice. Uh, Blue Eyes' yep. face creeps me out. I know I'm going to be seeing a lot more of Blue Eyes. That's the little one, right? No, that's the that's the older one. Oh. Yeah, I feel like these movies do an 
they do a great job with motion capture and especially with eyes but i feel like the actual face of a monkey mm-hmm. really varies from monkey to monkey yeah how realistic like, it is koba like caesar's face looks nothing like no i think it depends on your mind <laughs> he's basically a person it's the sliding scale of the uncanny valley some of them hit chimp some of them are too close to human (laughs) and some of them like blue eyes that's just a person's face made a little (laughs) bit monkey-fied and they always that one was fully prosthetic it looks so sad (laughs) (laughs) what is the golden root Rule of uh, the ape civilization. I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. You said peace, baby. <laughs> That's the closest you got with your guesses. Others said you also said uh, do unto others. Uh, monkey see, monkey do, <laughs> or it's the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Uh, what is the golden rule? I was closer than not. The golden rule is, of course, and I wrote them down, I thought, ape not kill ape. Yeah, that's Apes what to... I consider to be the the, the golden rule. Yeah. The, the silver rule is apes together strong. And the bronze rule, I never got to read the completed version of it because Maurice's fat ass was always in the way. <laughs> uh, knowledge is, <laughs> I couldn't read the last word. Knowledge simply is, man. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't realize Ma- that Maurice was wise as well as intelligent. Maurice be tripping. <laughs> Maurice is seeing shit that we haven't even begun to comprehend. That uh, boy he started hanging out with uh, got him into some gateway drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Manga. <laughs> Now you understand my hesitation of anime. <laughs> <laughs> You're not ready to free your mind. <laughs> what is the spark in the ape-human conflict? Said apes stick to the redwoods, and uh, the redwoods have too many resources that the humans want. I didn't give you the point. It's not quite true. I mean, the real spark is Carver is a fucking dickhead and shoots a monkey for no reason. Yeah. Twice. But I would so I would go so far as to say that Koba is the spark, uh, that he he's the one that brings about the, the largest conflict. The, the, in the full movie. conflict, yes. yes. Okay. I, I thought you meant the initial friction, but yeah, if you're starting the whole fire, then... It's... I mean, yeah, they killed a monkey... Uh, but the monkeys were like, okay, you get one. <laughs> you get one strike. <laughs> the monkeys institute a three-strike policy. <laughs> and the third strike was actually performed by Koba. Deadly accurate. The sniper is in the building. Actually, not deadly accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good point. <laughs> So you walk away with three points. Typical. Multiple choice. Uh, what do the humans of San Francisco want? You got this one right by saying uh, to get to the dam, to get the dam operational in the Redwoods. Mm-hmm. It, f- it felt right. What is, 
now these movies have me very curious on what the infrastructure of the San Francisco area is like. You cross the Golden Gate Bridge immediately you're in the Muir Woods. <laughs> Just slightly beyond it or even within it is a is a dam. Do you think you can go maybe this summer when I come to visit we can go on a walking tour of San Francisco? <laughs> So you... <laughs> yeah, sure. To uh, try and figure out how accurate the <laughs> the new Planet the... of the Apes movies were. Yes, I do need to see that. And you know what? Something else I've thought about with this movie, Planet of the Apes, the original movie, takes place in like New York City. Yep. <laughs> All of this movie is this entire trilogy in San Francisco? Because the I I don't. Spoilers for next episode. I have no clue where the third movie in this trilogy is going to go. My only assumption is we must somehow get from San Francisco to New York City. (laughs) I've only seen the third one once. Uh, I remember liking it, and I I think we get there, but I'm not quite sure. We'll have to see. Because if they don't touch on that at (laughs) all, a group of hyper-intelligent apes crossing the entire continental United States. (laughs) On Route, uh, what is it? What's that famous route? 66? Yeah, Route 66. They go on Route 66. They have to go all the way down to Los (laughs) Angeles. Even that is hard for me to comprehend. They their only mode of transportation is these horses that they've managed to breed and <laughs> domesticate and ride over the course of ten years. Hey monkey see monkey do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say vague monkey slogans just when I don't know how to respond to <laughs> plot holes. <laughs> I'm curious how many more you've got. Peace, baby. <laughs> what is the main source of conflict between Caesar and Koba? Wrong answers were their desire to be more human or more ape, their proximity to the human population. It's kind of true, but not quite. Um, their philosophy around arming the apes, but your answer, which was correct. Uh, does they have different experiences with people? Yeah. How how did you like that scene where they're debating what to do with the humans and Koba is like human work and he points at like a scar? I thought that was cool. <laughs> right? It's like oddly moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he points at his eye and he goes, Human work! <laughs> But like, I get that the apes needed to talk more in this movie, and mm-hmm. I actually did like the escalation. That frustration is what caused them to speak more. Mm-hmm. I will say that Koba makes a good point. He does make a good point. Neither of them are wrong. Yeah. And as we both said, we would join Koba's side <laughs> nearly instantly. <laughs> I would have no problem becoming a human laborer for the monkeys. 
and rolling doobies with Maurice. <laughs> How do the apes first respond to seeing humans for the first time in years? Uh, the correct answer is, it's what you desperately wanted it to be. They just march <laughs> on the camp right away. They're not fucking around. Human home. <laughs> Ape home. Oh, Why well, it's not a what? I I hear that a bunch of monkeys come to my human camp with the last vestige of humanity, which is somehow like a thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they say that I'm not going fucking anywhere. <laughs> What is not a scene we see in this movie? Uh, the the scenes that were in this movie: a man waiting in a car for a long time. Yeah, is that Carver just sitting, <laughs> yeah. chilling? To Carver made the good point. I did have a problem with it when I saw it the first couple of times, but she made the point of. Why he breaks all of these rules? Why is the one rule he honors just gonna be sit in this car for like eight hours? Almost a full day. He had to sit in there for twenty four hours. Okay, yeah. Why wouldn't he just go home? Why can't he get up and like walk around the car? Even? Yeah, he was wearing a diaper, so he was good. <laughs> A little unexplored side of humanity now. <laughs> All where it depends. <laughs> yeah, the the only corporation that survived was Depends, and they're sponsoring the survival of the human race. <laughs> um, uh, an ape riding a horse through a gas station. You had something to say about this scene. I really liked that scene. Now, you said riding through a gas station... I thought that you meant, you know, just charging through an entire building. Oh, okay. Um, or going up, filling the horse up, <laughs> and then clopping <laughs> well, away. It was almost like that. <laughs> it is almost like that. Um, this is the only point in the movie where I was like, you know what? The humans are okay. They can stick around. <laughs> right. Because up until this point, I was like, I don't give a shit about anyone they are all <laughs> annoying <laughs> again showing how quickly i would turn to the ape side i just <laughs> don't want to deal with people in the apocalypse <laughs> seen too much apocalypse media not interested in what pe- in the folks are doing <laughs> um yeah this that scene in particular i would say is the one that sticks with me the most i like just even just the juxtaposition of an overgrown gas station with mm-hmm. a monkey riding on and a horse through it. <laughs> that it's just... A, I want to see the storyboard for that shot, because I bet right. it, it looks amazing. <laughs> um, but there's this really sweet moment where they find music, and they start playing it from the gas station speakers. It's the mm-hmm. song The Work. Just a really good song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's just a, a really sweet scene, because it's people who haven't heard music in a decade it's just nice Although, uh, again something that's another problem in apocalypse media nobody's making new music <laughs> it's a universal language brother <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's dead now. it's a dead language 
What can I say? All the musicians died from the... Monkey virus. Yeah, from monkey virus. Simeon flu. We know... Hey, we're all calling it Rona. If we're not calling it the monkey virus... (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is, you know, the hypothetical situation of whether... Of what would happen when a pandemic hit during the Obama administration. Oh, we, we would have been much more serious about it during the Obama administration. But since but since Roni started during the Trump admin, it's a joke. Good thing it's gone now. I have to get to my wish chamber right away. If you don't wish it away, you're not wishing hard enough. <laughs> I'm culpable. <laughs> you are the reason why there's so many deaths. Every coronavirus death is my fault for not wishing hard enough. Uh, another scene that you enjoyed in this movie was a man weeping over his iPad. That does happen. Yeah. Uh, I actually liked that scene, too. I thought it yeah. was really good. <laughs> The only thing I did like about it was the um, product placement. But other than that, uh, I think. I thought, yeah, the product placement for Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Honestly, I thought it was a slam against Apple and people's dependency (laughs) on it. Because here's a man who has not seen pictures of his family because of this. Because there's no power. (laughs) And so we need to stop relying on digital media in the event that we no longer have access to it. The cloud isn't going to stick around for... I'm going to get into my wish chamber. Hold on. I'm getting too heated. (laughs) Remember, if you you put out bad energy too, that comes true. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I thought it was really sweet. It was... Like, we hadn't heard anything about Gary Oldman's character for pretty much the whole movie. And then he just gets one scene with his iPad that he turns on. You immediately learn, why is he good with weapons? He was in the military. Why is he like this? His family all died from monkey virus. Right. Um, I'm not really that big of a fan of Gary Oldman, but I think he does a fine job in this movie. He does well with what he has to work with, which is essentially 15 minutes of screen time. Right, which I find... I remember... It's been a while since I've seen this movie, and I remember him being a much larger role in it. Mm-hmm. But I was pleased with how little screen time he got. <laughs> As the top build actor in the movie. Uh, and the scene, of course, that doesn't happen in it is a man and an ape sharing a kiss. But boy, does it look like it might happen. <laughs> Honestly, great question. Malcolm and Caesar are looking at each other at the end of the movie, and I'm like, is Caesar going to kiss him? <laughs> I believe it up until the LGBTQ interspecies. <laughs> I have a big problem with interspecies relationships unless they're gay. <laughs> I'm just the sick of all this stance straight... of the show. <laughs> Love, security, 
money, and interspecies gay romance. <laughs> the four pillars of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Interspecies gay romance, of course, a separate pillar from love. <laughs> Which just goes to show how important it is. Oh, man. Uh, what ape shenanigans do we see in the third act? Got this one right, too. Ape locking apes in school bus. <laughs> ape, ape bus. <laughs> the way that the apes flip that bus over onto a bunch of other apes could have been lingered on for one of the most visceral monkey squashes I've ever seen in my life. Right. And they just breeze past it like they didn't just kill 16 chimpanzees. 16 chimpanzees who, as is established later, are all working under Koba under fear. Like, none of them yeah, are. Yeah, they don't want to do this. <laughs> but they, they're murdered. <laughs> Ape kill ape sometimes. <laughs> ape kill ape when you gotta. Ape kill ape when a bus is involved. <laughs> um, imagine that these Planet of the Apes movie if all the DK family was in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tiny is leading her own like little sect of peaceful apes. She's Maurice, but doesn't need a leader. Uh, <laughs> Lanky. He's by himself. Sheer <laughs> chaos. He's going to other monkey encampments, stealing shit. He lives in like a cave on top of a mountain. That's what Lanky's doing. I would say Lanky is living with the humans. He still <laughs> yeah. uh, he still likes the idea of being a performance monkey. <laughs> the, the part where Koba is pretending to hang out with the two guys, the screenshot uh-huh. for this episode. Uh, Lanky's just doing that for fun. <laughs> He's fully intelligent, but he refuses to talk in sign language or in English. Yeah. Chunky's dead. (laughs) Humans took him out pretty quick. (laughs) They saw him put on a backwards baseball cap, and they were like, nope. And start the DK rap. (laughs) Killed him right away. And then Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong are doing the same shit that Caesar and Blue Eyes are doing. Right. Wouldn't it be crazy if Diddy was more of a coba? (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that in the DK64 follow-up. This is the dark Diddy universe. Diddy Cog Racing. (laughs) Um, If I don't do it myself, could someone listening to this episode please edit a picture of Diddy Kong with, like, a big scar over his eye. (laughs) He's he's only wearing black now. (laughs) Someone, please. (laughs) If I haven't. The extra credit was, what do the apes have to worry about in the next movie? You said nukes. It was close, but not quite. The military. Yeah. We're Uh, well known for their nukes. (laughs) Patented. Um, true or false? True or false? James Franco's in this movie. You said false. He would not be. <sighs> <laughs> I was I was in the clear for so long. When the picture showed up, I was ready to fight and say that doesn't <laughs> count. Yeah. Uh, 
and then there's this tiny video clip of him talking to Caesar, and I was pissed because <laughs> it's not a flashback. Uh, and yeah, uh, the tiny little bit of, um, the, the good flip side of it is that he did it without James Franco's permission. So he ended up suing the studio. I think he lost, <laughs> but, um, it, it rem- now I just watched a video the other day of, uh, Seth Rogen going on this YouTube show where they critique special effects in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Seth Rogen was on to talk about some of the movies that he worked on one of which was this is the end and the other is the interview the whoever was editing this video or showing seth rogan stuff did a great job of not including james franco in <laughs> anything they should make all of seth rogan's movies but with a james franco cut all james franco content is cut. <laughs> the interview would be a very short movie right I would well, argue I'm that thinking, movie. I'm thinking almost like the click hole when uh, Cosby got canceled and they uh, released a full episode of the Cosby Show, but with, <laughs> with no Bill. <laughs> but when Bill like fuzzed out, and then every time he has a line, it's just <laughs> yes. I w- I want to see that. I could spend like three weeks working on that <laughs> in my free time i could i have to postpone the podcast but i can make that uh true or false obama's in this movie you said true hell yeah he is <laughs> is it a little fucked up to use the president talking about some natural <laughs> national tragedy and then Something repurposing it <laughs> for monkey virus The answer is yes. <laughs> true or false? You said it was true that there are ape midwives? I can't say that there aren't. I said true. Those apes that have like the. the oh, yeah, that's on. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell if they're just like kind of like witch doctors or what, but. They're always Just because the they wife, live in a so. tribal society does not mean that they are witch doctors. Those are just <laughs> doctors. They're doctors just like me. <laughs> Same amount of training. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The surviving humans are physically disfigured. You said that's just plain false. They're regular. Yeah. That's, uh, you got that right. They're emotionally disfigured. (laughs) That's also false. (laughs) They're all white. (laughs) Because Uh, they're primarily white. (laughs) He saw some people of color. Some people of color made it through. Did they? Are they in leadership positions? No. One one person of color had one line that they repeated until the very end of the movie where they say a white man's name and are blown up. <laughs> you said it was true that the apes primarily still talk via sign language. That is true. So you got mm-hmm. a point there. 
I feel like I am decimating this quiz, and you have not updated me on my score because I know I'm I'm waiting for it. Um, you said it was also true that there's a scene where the Golden Gate Bridge falls. That doesn't happen. I don't think. It's already down. Which begs the question: not present. No, you see it in the background of one of the shots where Koba's going to the armory. Mm. Oh, the armory is like under a part of the Golden Gate Bridge, um, which does beg the question: How do the (laughs) how do the monkeys get to the uh, human society if the bridge is down? (laughs) I don't know if you know this: the Golden Gate Bridge is pretty long. (laughs) Ever seen Maurice swim? No, it's the breaststroke, dude. <laughs> Look at those pecs. And those jowls. <laughs> he uses his face for more momentum. <laughs> uh, the screen grab. Uh, you want to describe what's happening in this scene? I was very wrong, uh, for one. You got some points. Um, the, What happens in this scene is... Koba is going to the armory to steal the human's weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a cool somersault, uh, and then he hangs out on these bags with these humans. Koba's pretending to be stupid, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Koba's so cool. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Koba's cool until he shoots Caesar in the chest. Um. So Koba, he tricks these guys, and then he he drinks alcohol with the dudes, <laughs> spits it out, picks up a gun, and then kills them both. <laughs> it's a great scene. It's it is. horrifying. It is. Like, I'm talking about it being funny. It's one of the scariest <laughs> ape shenanigans I've ever seen in a movie. It's incredibly tense. <laughs> Because you know these two guys aren't getting out of there. Right. It's just a matter of when and how. (laughs) Koba decides whether they live or die and when they get to die. Yes. Uh, You said that this was Koba uh, being peaceful with humans. I gave you a point. Uh, They're in a foxhole just chilling and drinking. That's where you got your other point. Uh, you said everyone's speaking perfect English and that this is about information gathering or peace talks, which it is not. No, so quite far from the truth. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, pure escalation. <laughs> so if Ethan, anything, the most escalation. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to guess how many points you got on this quiz? Um, Is it like 14 points? Yeah, you're right. It's exactly 14 <laughs> points. Do I get a point for getting guessing exactly 14 <laughs> points? No, but I would like you to look at your point totals and see how close you are currently <laughs> to your prediction. Now, the thing is, I think I can still get there. <laughs> I just think the audience will not be happy with me next episode. <laughs> When I am desperately trying to be as wrong as possible. (laughs) Now, what everyone needs to know is that in order to properly fail a test, you do need to know all of the answers. (laughs) 
So currently, in case anyone's wondering, I have 37.75 points. My guess is 30. So I have to get under two and a quarter points. Uh, Which I think might be impossible, but I'm going to try. We'll see how that strategy plays out. So I have never gotten this close before. <laughs> right. Because so my quickly. estimate was so low. Uh all right. So Ethan, would you watch this movie again? Um, yeah, just like the first movie, I would probably watch this one again. I think it's a cool escalation. I think it builds on the lore of the Planet of the Apes universe, something I didn't think I would ever give a shit about. <laughs> and I hope, I hope that in War for the Planet of the Apes, we start to establish those religious doctrines that show up in Planet of the Apes and make up their constitution. I think Maurice could be working on that. <laughs> on his sacred texts. <laughs> I would read 180 pages of them. As I said, I just got back from church. (laughs) Where you just got done doing the exact same thing. (laughs) Yes. I know about church. You sit and you all read the Bible together from (laughs) front to back in silence. Sometimes the priest hands out some drinkies. (laughs) But a lot of time the priest is going... When there's a cough or something. Mm-hmm. Do you know all librarians have to be ordained? <laughs> Good thing I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anyone needs a library-themed wedding, please contact Wes. <laughs> and I will try and sneak you into my school. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Uh, probably the, the one Wednesday I like the one. most. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> I'll delete that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, they know. I've tweeted it, so. Uh, yeah. I would rewatch this movie. This is the one I've seen the most. I I think mm. I like it more than Rise. Uh, I wish it, was, it had some lighter moments like Rise, but mm-hmm. I think it is. it dives a bit deeper into, like, headier themes than Rise does, which is more mm-hmm. just, like animal rights which is important but also like we know (laughs) right (laughs) it's pretty black and white there's not a lot of nuance in that issue no i'm pretty sure most people know animals deserve some modicum of rights (laughs) right (laughs) and the way that rise tackles it is like oh we shouldn't be doing the most extreme shit possible (laughs) yeah probably Meanwhile, we have Don, like, dealing with, like, Hamlet-esque themes of... Betrayal. (laughs) What it means to rule. The sacrifices required in order to be the leader of a nation-state. And also themes like, how do two civilizations coexist? Yeah. Is it In a world with... Very scarce resources. <laughs> and what does it mean if Jesus Christ was a chimpanzee? 
I would say Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is even deeper than Planet of the Apes. Hey, I mean, it's rolling forward at a faster pace than <laughs> Planet sure. of the Apes. There's so no it courtroom can... scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't halt the plot for the last act of the movie. Here's a question. In Planet of the Apes, they found a little baby doll while excavating. How cool would it have been in 1968 if they had found an iPad? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that Planet of the Apes did more like future <laughs> Earth prediction other than it's gone. <laughs> like, like Charlton Heston, it goes, is this a hoverboard? <laughs> But not the not the Back to the Future one. The hoverboards that we have now, which are the stupid plank of wood with two wheels on the sides. I remember falling on one of these during Christmas Day with my nephew. Is this a yo-yo ball from the <laughs> 1990s? I remember that commercial. It went yo, 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 ball. <laughs> it also had a strangulation hazard and was pulled from the shelves. <laughs> Who would have thought that a zipper-based yo-yo mechanism would choke a child? <laughs> That's why I think we should be giving our children AR-14s <laughs> and all the monkeys, too. That's why you should vote for me as NRA president. Would you watch this movie with the bros? Oh, this is a tough one. I think there's enough dumb monkey shit to watch this with the bros. And when I say dumb monkey shit, I mean scary monkey shit. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Hey, why did Malcolm in the dam blow up the C4 while everyone was still in the tunnel? Don't know. He didn't. He didn't let anyone else out first. He's like, "All right, guys, brace yourselves." And neither of them went. Can you wait for us to get out first? <laughs> Sorry, they're, would you watch this with the boys? Um, but yes, I would watch this with the bros. I did see this movie for the first time with the bros in the movie theater, uh, and it was a fun time. It wasn't just the bros. I do have some women friends as well uh, who were sisses. in these movies. Yeah, some sisses. And do you watch it with the cis bros? <coughs> yes, the trans bros. <laughs> they were all cisgender males. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think with the right with the right group of bros, I think this movie is uh could be a hit. This got to go with the heady bros. Yeah, this is not for sitting and watching with uh, the your improv team. <laughs> Unless it was your improv team. And even then, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Interstellar went fine when we watched together, but... <laughs> we all watched The Shining together. But The Shining was constant jokes. <laughs> Yeah, and sure, it was the first time I ever watched The Shining in full. Maybe I don't think it's a good movie now. <laughs> All Dirk, no Dirk makes Dirk and Dirk, <laughs> Dirk, Dirk. Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. Um, yeah, so that's where we are on Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I would give it a good. All right. <laughs>
All right, we're going to take uh, a quick break, and then we'll be back to discuss uh, Jump Street 22. 22. I've never seen Blues Brothers. Mm, I think you would like it. Would I? I think you would. There's, some, there's something about that age of SNL, and I don't know why. Probably just because it's the one I didn't grow up with. Um, it doesn't work for me. I like Ackroyd fine. I don't really care for either Belushi. Not even Jim? <laughs> no. <laughs> according to Jim? You didn't watch According to Jim? <laughs> now, I know I am Jim Belushi, but that doesn't mean I have to like him. I am uh, the reincarnation of the spirit of Jim Belushi. He's very much alive. Uh <laughs> I think you would like Carrie Fisher's role in uh, Blues Brothers. Oh, for sure. If Carrie Fisher's in it, I'll give it a watch. I love her. And we're back here to be for me to be quizzed on 22 Jump Street 22. Here to four. Jump 22 Street. 22 Street. Two sh- jump 2 Street. <laughs> Two jump, two street. 22 jumps on the street. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! Can't you see I'm jumping on the street? 22 times! <laughs> Keep getting interrupted! I'm gonna start over. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> no! Foiled yet again! <laughs> I don't know why I'm speaking like Yogi. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what Hanna Barbera character are you doing? Uh, everyone watch Jellystone on HBO Max if you have it. It's excellent, but it hasn't been marketed well. Kitten around, I'm just kitten around. Oh, hey, look what I found. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that big ball of yarn. It's as big as a barn. <laughs> Not really. I'm just kidding around. Wes, why haven't you seen Two Jump Two Street, and what do you think happens in it? I haven't seen this because I never saw Twenty One Jump Street. So why would make sense? Why would I see this one? Um, I think this one is going to be similar concept i think that they're gonna to have to infiltrate another school um i think they're gonna try and play more into just the the new archetypes that are in schools uh like the kids who are environmentally conscious are the ones who are like the cool kids i mean jacks are still around and uh have an air to them as well but um there's like a new breed of popular students that i think will be explored in this movie uh i think we're gonna see the parents again i think they're probably gonna stay in that house or well no i didn't go well last time so i think they're gonna try to stay in there but uh jonah hill's relationship with his parents is still splintered um There's probably there's gonna be party scene. They're gonna get on drugs or 
drink a ton of alcohol again. Uh, there's going to have to be an escalation, so there's going to be a lot more chase scenes. And I'm going to say the chase scenes aren't as good as the last one. There's also going to be a lot of knowing jokes uh, about how this is a sequel. That sort of thing. I'm going to tell you right now, you might have just clinched it with those last two. Because <laughs> I wasn't going to give you anything for earlier parts of that. But those last two bits, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he might have got, got me on that. Uh, all right. Open-ended question number two. What improv faux pas does Schmidt, Jonah Hill's character, uh, perform in the first undercover operation in this movie? What improv faux pas does Jonah Hill's character perform? I think he's going to bulldoze. I think he's just going to uh, run over characters uh, uh other uh performers and just take over a scene um or he's just gonna deny 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 okay great because those are the faux pas that people think are the funniest when they're done and like people know like how improv is supposed to go. even i think they're funny and i've done improv for years yeah um, next question. What does Wi-Fi stand for? I'll give I'll give you two options, and I'll give you a little more information for the second guess. But for the first one, what does Wi-Fi stand for? Um, it's gonna stand for wireless. He's googling it. <laughs> Wireless fingers. So let me explain. <laughs> you, you think that needs to be explained? You don't think that's self-explanatory? <laughs> Fair. All right. Wireless fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me give you some more information. As much as I'd love to hear you explain wireless fingers to me. Um, Wi-Fi is the new drug in this movie. Okay. Uh, and it's spelled W-H-Y-P-H-Y. So you're asking me to guess what it means now? Yes. Knowing that, what does it stand for? So it's the, the final part's P-H-Y? Correct. Well, it's probably going to be Wyoming physics. So let me explain. Uh, in in Wyoming, uh, there's certain natural uh, phenomenon that go on that defy the laws of physics. Um, that's why there's they have their own science called Wyoming physics because things uh, you know turn get turned on their head uh, once you cross that state border. All right. And so you're saying this is a drug because? Uh, it comes from Wyoming. Um, it, you know, defies a lot of uh, 
uh, law, uh, natural laws. <laughs> Are you saying that if I take Wyoming physics, I will be able to defy God? Yes. All right. I'll let you sit with that. And then the final open-ended question. What's so uncomfortable about Schmidt's fist fight near the end of the movie? Ooh, I'm going to say he's punching kids in the dick. Uh, and again, I said kids. These are minors. Forgot to ask. Um, where Where do you think this takes place? You said school. Oh, wait, no, it takes place in fucking college. That's right. Fuck. This is in college. Uh, <laughs> fuck me. Wes uh, forgot the cork and seat of the sequel as set up by the prior movie, and I only decided now to feed it to him because I think it'll be much easier for him to get through these questions if I helped him out a little oh, bit. Oh, God. Uh, what was the question? Um, just what makes, uh, Schmidt so uncomfortable during his fist fight? I don't know. What could possibly be uncomfortable in college? Uh, <laughs> I will say that they're, like, uh, he's fighting people who are roofied. Okay. I was driving in Madison for the first time in a while. First time with uh, students back in school, mm. and I almost mowed Those down do uh, a group of yeah. I almost mowed down a group of seven uh, fraternity bros, who I'm guessing were sprinting while jaywalking. Nope, they were casually walking while I had the green light. <laughs> oh my god, I do not miss driving in Madison. It's nope. a lovely city to walk in. <laughs> Terrible to drive. Yes. How do you like all the one ways on the campus? I'm fine. I've been around Madison for long enough that I I'm fine with it. Milwaukee is kind of similar in terms of no. the labyrinth of streets, mm. and it can just randomly turn into a one way. All right. Next question. Great content. How does Jenko greet his nerd friends? From the first movie. A. They have an invisible lightsaber duel. B. They do the predator handshake. C. They force choke each other. Or D. They do a Spock hand sign high five. The lightsaber thing was something that was in the first movie, but I feel like that's like the safe answer. I feel like they would want to expand the amount of things that they do, so I'm going to say the Spock hand sign. High five. All right. Good to know. Next question. What is Rooster's tattoo? It's is a it rooster. A? Okay. <laughs> that is A. <laughs> is it A, a rooster? B, a person shooting a rocket-propelled grenade? C, a red fish? Or D, 
a MacGuffin. It's uh, it's a rooster. Locking it in. All right. Next multiple choice question. Which of these doesn't Ice Cube do during a fit of rage? A. Throw a mimosa at Schmidt. B. Kick a plant into a fountain. C. Destroy an omelet bar. Or D. Ask a chicken to go to the movies. Ask a chicken to go to the movies. Uh, That seems a bit too farcical. Okay. Ice Cube would never agree to do something like that. He just wouldn't do it. He'd just share anti-Semitic propaganda on Twitter. <laughs> don't, don't look into it. <laughs> don't look into it. I, there's nothing else to say. <laughs> Audience, you can look into it. Wes, you don't need to look into it. I'm sure you already know. <laughs> I have not heard that, but it's whatever. <laughs> um, I guess. Multiple choice number four. Which of these... What the fuck? Why can't I read my handwriting? Am I a doctor? Which of these places don't the boys drive through slash by during their car chase? Uh, Their car chase, uh, the theme is save money. Uh, A, a sculpture garden. B, the Benjamin Hill Center for the Arts. C, the robotics lab. Or D, the faculty member parking lot. Which do they not drive through? What was A? Uh, Sculpture Garden. I'm going to say Sculpture Garden. Um, You said the theme was save big money? Yeah, they're trying to save big money. Unfortunately, they don't drive through a Menards, believe it or not. They would be set. (laughs) You could drive through two Menards, and it would cost you maybe... Half as much as what it costs to drive through a Lowe's. <laughs> With four times the better customer service. It's so much better customer service. Mm-hmm. Uh, which of these is Ice Cube's gotcha motto for Jump Street? A, we about to jump in yo ass. B, you about to get jumped. C, you're about to get jumped. Off these streets, or D, he gets interrupted before saying his gotcha phrase. I'll say D. How do you think he feels about that? Uh, disappointed. I think we see one tier. All that Ice Cube is capable of. Anytime he's cried, it's just been one tear. And as it falls off his face, it turns to ice. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like the scene from Batman and Robin when (laughs) Dr. Freeze cries a single tear. Please don't remind me of that movie. (laughs) It's so good, though. Sing! Uh... True or false, this movie has a recap of 21 Jump Street in it. Sure, why not? 
Throw in something that'll bore me. <laughs> what What do you think is going to be covered in this? I would guess the entire movie. Do you think anything uh, between that movie and this movie will be covered? Mm. No, I think it's just going to be like a flash forward. Okay. So you're saying nothing will be covered that didn't happen in 21 Jump Street? Yes, nothing between the movies will be covered. Okay. Despite how many times you're feeding me this question, I will still <laughs> say it does not happen. <laughs> Audience, I just want you to know, I'm opening his mouth, I'm making a choo-choo noise, and he will <laughs> not eat the food. True or false? Uh, the audience reacts positively to Schmidt's slam poetry. Uh, I'll say true. What do you think his slam poetry is about? I think it's going to be about, so I married an axe murderer. <laughs> <laughs> you might be surprised with something that you see in that scene. I didn't know if you would think of that. Okay. True or false, Maya frequently locks her roommate out of their dorm. Uh, as someone who is frequently locked out of their dorm and had to sleep in multiple other people's dorms, uh, true. <laughs> it happened to you. <laughs> All right. True or false, much like the first movie, a school staff member did it. A school staff member is the ringleader. I'm going to say true, but it's not going to be like a big reveal. They're going to know it is, but it's going to be, uh, you know, trying to prove that it is. Then The work is trying to prove that they did it, yeah, not instead of finding who did it. Yeah. It's a how done it, not a who done it. Right. True or false? Uh, oh, this time, Schmidt will take a bullet for Jenko. Sure. You're so enthused by these true or false <laughs> questions. I'm not I'm not offended at all. I did work really hard on this quiz. Uh, and then true or false? Jenko fights two mobsters by using nunchucks made out of beer bottles. I'm going to say false. Farcical. It's just, this movie's too well-grounded. <laughs> so, knowing that, what does he use to fight these two mobsters? Uh, act or who actual nunchucks. <laughs> okay, great. Now I will go ahead and send your screenshot over. Oh, I had a big burst of energy, but the heat is sweltering and I have lost it. Jiggy has been real bad lately. I thought you were saying he was doing better. He was, but then two days ago he decided to start chasing after baby kitty and just chomping on her whenever he can. <sighs> He's not drawing blood. He just chases her down until he can grab her and then bite her. Is it a soft bite? 
Yeah, he's not like drawing. He's yeah, not drawing blood or anybody. Yeah. He he desperately wants to play, but he will not let up. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> play with me. All right, screenshot is set. All right, let me reactivate my Facebook. Wes actually deletes his Facebook anytime he thinks he's done with it for the day. All right. Um, so, I, once again, I'm looking at an Insignia TV. Believe it or not, I don't <laughs> think you're going to be looking at a different TV anytime soon. I'll buy you one. Please give me something. <laughs> give me a different brand to look at. Sick <laughs> with this television. All right. So it's it's a split screen uh it looks like something that you'd see um on like a disney channel show so it's like people dressed up in um costumes and on one side it looks more like mordor which ethan doesn't know because he hasn't seen the lord of the rings movies but i want to but i'm trying to save him for this show and coordinating that is hard um it's kind of a hellscape and then on the other side it's all sunshine and rainbows it appears jonah hill is in the hell area and he's trying to push his way into the sunshine and rainbows where channing tatum is um I'm willing to bet this is a, a some kind of drug trip again. Um, they're both having very different trips uh, reactions, which is, you know, um, kind of a slang term for a reaction to a drug. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know. I'm on the street. I'm on the straight edge and I definitely have never heard heard of a drug trip i know in gurney uh you're really uh cut off in the rest of the world <laughs> yeah nobody nobody in gurney in high school got super addicted to drugs and you did have constant influx of people coming into your community for you know uh an amusement park or anything no 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 it was isolated <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm willing to bet that, uh, Jonah is very much aware that, like, he hasn't forgotten that they're on a trip, and he's trying to, like, break through the experience, and Chain Tatum's just like, he's, he's all in on it, uh, he's, he's loving the experience. He's getting tickled. Great. Um, and then, let me see... This is just for fun. And obviously you couldn't get this. There's a different song playing on each side of the screen. Which which song do you think pertains to which area? If you could label any song to theme the split screen. On the hell side, I'm going to say it's something similar to Mars, the bringer of war. By Gustav Holtz. Okay. And I'll say on the light side, um, 
It's I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa. So like a heavenly cover of Walking on Sunshine. Yeah, the one from uh, Daddy Daycare. Have you seen Daddy Daycare? <laughs> I have seen Daddy Daycare. You cannot gotcha me with Daddy Daycare on this show. I just don't remember that part. It's been a while. We can watch it separately, but not for this show. I saw that movie in theaters. Of course you did. It's like, I thought I watched a lot of bad movies growing up. Somehow, I have found the only person who watched worse movies than me in theaters to do this show with. And honestly, that's part of the reason I spent the entire week watching some of the worst movies I could find on streaming platforms. Just to try and return the favor to me. Listen, when you watch the two-hour-long Diane Keaton capitalist propaganda film Baby Boom, <laughs> oh, you'll get your comeuppance. Uh, well, Wes doesn't have to thank me, but I will go ahead and thank you, the listener, uh, for spending time with us on the game show We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The current score is Ethan 37.75 out of a possible 40. I still got one quiz left. Uh, Wes's score is 34.5 out of a predicted 47. Don't follow us on Facebook, but please do follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It, where this week I forgot to <laughs> upload the screenshot. Please expect it in two days. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow me personally at Powerful Goose and on Letterboxd at eGeese, where you can see me review some of the worst <laughs> white foolishness movies I can get my hands on. And you can follow Wes at Baby Wesley on either platform. And remember, actually, you can't remember this. Uh, the, the script says, Rocket's so ugly. In Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, not so ugly anymore. <laughs> Blue Eyes, so ugly. Blue Eyes, so ugly. And we remember Ash. <laughs> I was devastated when that happened. Let's give a moment for Ash. I wanna be the very best. <laughs> no one ever was. To not be thrown off a balcony is my entire dream. <laughs> Don't throw me. <laughs> All right, see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>